Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sports Detention Podcast, live here from the Robert Allenby Studios. How are we going, Potty? Mate, as always, I'm good. I'm good. It is just great to be here after another great week in sport, chomping at the bit to talk about it. Lots of mm. pressing issues. <laughs> Mate, are you embellishing this a bit? Oh, I am It has been an absolute <laughs> bludger of a week in comparison. Like, there's well, always been, been things to watch, but in comparison to the great weeks of sport we've had in the past, I think we're coming to the end of our tether, mate. Um, we're struggling to actually make that comment each week mm. and say that it has been a great week because we are itching. Mate, we are absolutely... Oh, look, do you know what, to be honest... Uh, last week, I was I was serious. The Australian Open, the cricket season, it was so, so good. But, mate, I am just dying for some footy. Oh, we need some footy, don't we? Um, mate, we're, we're almost there. We're mm. almost there. Um, what's been happening, mate? Mate, well, you know, lots has been happening, hasn't it? We're back in the tools, aren't we? Back at work. Yeah, those, That great holiday oh. was just, you know, it's come and gone. Mm. But, um, you know, um, lucky. There's always another one coming. Yes. Mm. yes. That's um, it. What's caught your eye, mate? Mate, uh, speaking new? of, um, you know, being uh, back on back at work and whatnot, um, you know, lo- lots of uh, Year 12 students at the moment, they'll be uh, getting primed for their exams and mm. assessment, you know, looking forward to the year ahead, but quite stressed about that. And, um, you know, one thing that's um, going to be a little bit of a clash for some Year 12 students has been Taylor Swift. Yeah, okay. So Taylor Swift, we, we know she's got... What's she got to do? She's finished year 12, hasn't she? she oh, I think she just got through, scraped through. I don't think it matters. No, <laughs> not with talent. No, not with talent. Mm. Um, but Taylor uh, is performing all over Australia very soon. You know me and you okay. just missed out on tickets, you know. You, I'm surprised. But oh, yeah. mate, yeah. I could imagine they wouldn't have been easy to get. Anyway, anyway, lots of uh, young teenagers are very keen to get out there and see Taylor Swift. Yeah. And there is a school in Brisbane which has actually uh, postponed or deferred their exams, or scheduled them, should I say, <laughs> around the Taylor Swift concert. And, oh, and proactive? I, or? Oh, well, you know what? Like, clearly they're trying to alleviate stress for parents and for students, but part of mm. me was just sitting here going... What are, are we they not? Are, are they let's? Are they alleviating stress on themselves for having to knock back yeah. variations? Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> you know, like because they're going to be dealing with a shit show. Yeah, if they and, don't, and, and you're probably right. Like, get on the front foot. <coughs> let's move this, and that way, when a whole bunch of kids call in sick the next day and we have to postpone the exam, we don't have to deal with that. And I get that, but just reading it from the headline, it caught my eye. I was like. What? <laughs> we're putting off we're, we're putting off assessment for this and it's like, well, yeah. I don't know how that'd fly in the workplace. Nah. Yeah. Well, you know? No, nah, yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. Um well back when you're on the tools, Gregor, if you'd rung up the boss and said can I uh, just shift around that job I've got on next week? Got the week cause, Swifty concert. Because I've got the Swifty concert. Um I'm not sure that would have gone well for you, man. No, nah, you probably uh, yeah, yeah. Get told in no uncertain terms, it's not happening. <laughs> anyway, mate. Oh, hang on. Oh, what already? Already, mate. I could, I couldn't hold, I couldn't hold it in. Oh, mate. What's the question? What is the question? So on Swifty, 
Yeah. Giant recording artist. Has been for the last 15 yeah, goes all right. years. Yeah, absolutely huge. What sort of money she got? Only one can ask. I think so. she does it for the love yeah, of well, the game. Of course, of course. Yeah. I don't think it is about money for Taylor Swift. No, definitely not. Yeah. Definitely not. Uh, but my question for you is, who are the top-selling female recording artists of all time? The one who have sold the mm, most records okay. of all time, mate. So oh. I've got the top five here in no particular order. Well, I do know who the number one is, but the rest yep. aren't in, all, in any particular order. So there's a good chance that um, I could just miss them here like there's this is this isn't an easy one potty mm. you're not doing me any favors all right uh first one i'm going to say whitney houston whitney's not on there no. um madonna madonna and madonna is number one um okay beyonce beyonce is num- on there yes she says well i've got a pencil down number five but as i said just before there are no numbers <laughs> Go on, mate. Um, oh, Whitney Houston, Madonna. Uh, let's go for Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga, no, not there. Not there. Okay, Taylor Swift. Swifty's there, yes. Well done, mate. Yeah, well yeah. done. Okay. Excellent. I'll, so look, we've got two to go. Um, oh, two to go, two to go. Um, mm, let's have some Rihanna. Oh, mate, you've nailed it. Well done. Excellent. Okay, I was going to drop... Um, Bit of break into a bit of umbrella for you. Now you'll just never know. <laughs> um, Rightio, final one. Oh, yes. Can I get a bit of a clue here, mate? What are we talking? What genre? Um, oh, well, Britney she, Spears. No, not Britney Spears. No. Not, not, not in the pop. Um, Christina Aguilera. Uh, no, not Christina. No, I'm, st- I'm swinging she, here. She's a bit of a hero here. Oh, Mariah Carey. Mariah, mate. I knew oh, that would give it away. And then a hero comes along. Oh, mate. She mate. had some bangers. Christmas yep. album will kill you. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> just don't go there. Look, I was about to uh, break oh, in a bit of Mariah myself as a hint, but I'll, uh, I saved the listeners that. So, so I was able to get them. I mean, I did, I did get a bit out. Out of hand there and started swinging at some at some names, but yeah, I reckon there were names you did swing at. Like, well, I you know, didn't. You didn't quite go get as far as Jessica Simpson. No, you didn't quite get to Dolly Parton, but you know. <laughs> oh, well, that was what I was thinking. Surely, you know, some some old, you know, who have sold it. I mean, yeah. we're going to talk about one performing at the Super Bowl later on, Reba McIntyre. Yeah, well, I mean, there was some. Yeah, there's been some sellers, but and anyway, you're not talking about Madonna when you're saying old, are you? No, no, no. no. <laughs> Would never say that. Um, mate, back in the swing of things, you know, that's what's caught my eye. But also, too, mate, um, I went to the orthodontist on Friday. Mm. And, um, you know, because, I mean, I'm have, I've already had a, a couple of, you know, little dental things done and, and I'm looking at, obviously, just fixing up what could only be described as a disaster mm. in my mouth. <laughs> um, however, I didn't realise it was as bad. And I don't know if this is a selling tactic, but I had my... Teeth scanned, obviously, mm. the orthodontist will scan your teeth and then yep. go, you know, this is what it looks like, this is what we can do with it. Um, when the orthodontist showed me what it actually looks like, I didn't realise that I had been addicted to meth for three years. <laughs> Mate, unbelievable. Uh. Like, even sold me on the, the, the yellow tinge to my teeth oh. and then the after was completely white. Like, it was... <laughs> I mean, I'm just looking. I was like, oh, 
I'm going to get it done anyway. Like, yeah. you don't really need to make yeah, yeah. me feel fucking miserable. <laughs> You've destroyed me. <laughs> Walking out of here. Yeah. But anyway. Oh. Um, yeah, so, I mean, dentists, I mean, they don't miss you every time no. you go. But, I mean, I could have. they could have spared me the... The misery of, you know, thinking my teeth were falling out. Yep, they could have done. I mean, dentists, no one ever wants to go there until you really do. Oh, yeah, that's the problem. So, like, I've never really had many problems with my teeth, but that's always been the worst thing because then they go, oh, geez, your teeth look all right. I was like, oh, well, that's another 10 years. Yeah, see, <laughs> see you later. <laughs> oh, what do you reckon, mate? Get in the footy? Let's roll, mate. The rugby league final was a big Wembley occasion. Oh, get that in here. Righty-o, mate. All right, here we go, mate. Pre-season, like I said, we've been bored as batshit with the footy oh, recently, well, mate. They've, I mean... Players out there, you know, doing the right thing and such over oh, the off-season, I mean... Makes you sick. Makes, and, and there's been no op, like bad blood between clubs with like you know players changing clubs and there clearly being a bit of rivalry and you know they're angry at each other. Raymond Fire Tyler Mariner came out the other week and said there's no bad blood. Well, that's no good. Oh no, that's no good, Ray. Come on, mate. We yes. need something here. Anyway, mate. Headline, mate, The Earth is Flat. Matt Burton <laughs> sticks out his newest scientific theorem. Tell us more about it, Potty. So Matt Burton's being interviewed the other day and and basically the topic of flat earth comes up and he has stumbled all over it like a baby deer, mate. Oh, just... mate, it was, it was a car crash, wasn't oh. it? I was watching it. So this has obviously come out on the uh, Let's Trot yep, podcast. Yeah. So. A podcast that probably has listeners, unlike yeah. us. Um, however, it, I was watching the video and it just looked like I was like, "No, no, no!" no. But it was it was like a like a you know what I thought of? You remember Scream? Yeah. Where it's like, "Oh, you're out. You're no, don't go back. <laughs> don't no. You're out oh, of the house. Don't run back into the yes. house." That's what I was watching that because he was out. It was, yeah. a, and then I'm jumping back in. Yeah. No, because it was like as he was responding, he was like, it was like he was speaking as his the synapses of his mm. brain were were firing. Yep. He was just speaking what they were saying, and he ended up talking himself into being a flat earther. Yes, he did. Yes, he <laughs> it was unbelievable. Yeah, yeah and, oh. uh, and the the conversation became very awkward then. Yeah, oh, I mean, and Josh Mansell, I yeah. mean, bless his cotton socks, he just started laughing. He goes, yeah. you're not serious, are you're you? Serious. And he's like, oh, I, th I, I think I might be. <laughs> I think I might be. Oh, oh Anyway, uh, so Matt Burton, stick to footy, mate. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. GI at the Tigers, mate. Yeah. Tell us more about this one. So Benji's got GI down there. Uh, in particular, we read to be a mentor to Doreen Buller, young talent, absolutely outstanding uh, debut season last year in a very poor team. And we saw GI down there in the Tigers kit. Like, I'm, I'm imagining, great, well done, Benji, but I'm imagining uh, Richo's the one who's brought him in. Yeah. Yeah, so... Oh, um, that's... I didn't even think of that, mate. Yeah. Mm. But, um, you know, I'd imagine that's where that connection yeah. has hooked up. But he's... um. 
you know, it made me think, oh, you know what? They've signed um, Jerome Luai. They've uh, they've got GI coming on board. There's been nothing but positive press around West Tigers lately, which again has destroyed our content. Here. Mm. But uh, you know, uh, it got me thinking, mate. Is this just a fresh coat of paint uh, on the Tigers? And sooner or later, we're going to realise they haven't be... bought the premium paint, and it's just going to wear off. Yeah, I, I don't know. It, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, there's obviously a connection off field. With GIs, management, Jerome Luai. So there's a bit of a culture there with the, mm. those players. Obviously, just from the outside looking in, I'm, you know... Joining the dots. Joining the dots and saying that there's obviously a connection there. I, I just, um, yeah, I think if there's anything that I'd be a bit sort of, oh, really? Um, is bringing in coaching staff for a particular player. Like, mm. Jerome Buller is an extremely talented footballer. Mm. I can't see... You can't sell me on the fact that, well, they're brought in GI to, to mentor him. You bringing in GI to be a part of the club, mm. if he's wearing the kit, he's taking a coaching position, I think someone like Jerome Buller, I mean, is there something we don't know about Jerome? Is he... Is he struggling? Is there yeah, areas yeah, like it makes you think? I, I, you know, it could be just you know, it's obviously speculation. But is there something underlying with Jerome that they've brought GI in, or is GI just being there as a mentor? And you would hope it's the latter, and you would assume it is the latter. Yeah, but the I'll, way they're selling it as being mm. a mentor for Jerome Bull, I was like, well, what's what's up with Jerome? Yeah, well, uh, my my mind didn't go there. I just thought, yeah, wow, that's. Imagine getting your um, uh, you know, getting an apprenticeship off GI. That'd, oh yeah, that'd, that'd be pretty, pretty special. Well, he's pretty handy to have, like well, around I, the club. I, I, I reckon Benji's thrown it out a couple of times. Oh, you want to play? Oh, 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 oh geez, you're looking good today, GI. Yeah. If he yeah. did say he wanted to come back, you'd give him a run. Oh, mate. He's been gone for five years. But and we are batshit crazy if we don't think Benji's been playing at seven. Oh, <laughs> During the off-season. He's going, hey. we are running smooth. <laughs> oh. uh, speaking of um, the West Tigers uh, and former West Tigers coach, Madge Maguire, who we oh. uh, know has been appointed the New South Wales position, he's just had a weekend training camp for 36 New South Wales current and hopeful players coming up. Yeah, so they usually do this each year. Yep. Uh, yeah. Interestingly enough, though, Stefano Utakamanu has missed out on uh, attending that camp, and so, you know, speculation out there as to whether or not that's because of some bad blood that exists between him and former coach... Madge Maguire, or whether or not um, he, he's just um, uh, he, he's in a. There was some speculation around the idea mm -hmm. that perhaps Madge wasn't particularly happy with his contract yeah. situation at West Tigers, being a little bit non-committal. He's got a million get-out clauses, or he's just not playing well enough. Yeah, I just don't know <laughs> if he's good enough. Yeah. Like it's one of those things. Like we were surprised that yeah. he got a start in Origin. Yeah, and he was. I mean, let's not dive back into the uh, the world of Freddie. But I mean, I don't think any of that club sort of politics would. It's it's a fresh start, clean slate, and if he's yeah, but one I, of your your top forwards who's yeah. going to do a job for you, you're bringing him in. Yeah, I mean, was he was he that? I thought he was quite valuable to New South Wales, like almost as much as Gutho. 
I mean, his contribution to Game 3 was just... <laughs> oh, sorry, Freddie. We're going to move on from that now. But yeah, great selections. Yeah, fantastic yeah. selections. Cost us an appearance in the finals, I'm just saying. But uh, Anyway, mate. All right, mate. In the beauty of speculation, you got something special for us today, mate. All what right, have we mate. got? So uh, there is no controversy going on at the moment. There is no story. So, damn yeah, it. come we on. Get on the nose beers or something, come boys, on, boys, would you? Fire Seriously. something up. we got nothing. To, don't save it all for the season. We've got the footy to talk about. Yeah. Now. Come on. Oh, but anyway. Canty. Oh, oh, sorry. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And uh, moving on from that. Uh, Who's going to be the first coach to go this season, mate, and uh, why? Well, forget the Whites because he didn't win enough matches. (laughs) Because he's not uh, good enough to coach anymore or, yeah. Um, First coach to go. Oh, you put me on the spot here because I haven't even thought of this one. I would like to say just for, you know, clickbait, Craig Bellamy. Mm, that's just never going to happen. Um, or Wayne Bennett. Mm. Um, look, first coach to go for me, um, I'm going to have to say Anthony Seabold. Seabs. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I say that purely from performance mm. um, because he's got – Himself, he's got a really, really good coaching unit around him mm. at Manly at the moment. Like Michael Ennis has just come in. There's like if you look at the the coaching line up there, there's there's some there's some good coaches. Yeah, and I think that rather than you know assisting, that could put additional pressure on Seeds if they if they don't hit the ground running. Mm. You know, yeah. and there's a lot of pressure on, you know, Luke Brooks coming across. Cherry Evans is coming toward the end, yep. whether you like it or not, Manly fans. Um, yeah, so it'd be, I think, yeah, I'm not convinced on Seebs as a coach of this unit. I, I just, yeah, there's something, it's a gut feeling. There's yep. no, look, you don't ask me to roll out the evidence. I haven't got it. Mm. But I think just as a gut feeling, Seebs. Yep. Or, um, yeah, if, if Newcastle start rough. I think O'Brien's in trouble. Yeah, well, I've heard that he's just about to ink a three-year extension on himself. That'd be right. <laughs> Sorry, mate. That's on the, the way over. That's the kiss of death. <laughs> ah, well, so he was gone. He was gone, and mid, then they went on mid a last yeah. year, and they went on a run. him. No one's knocking down the door yeah. from him. Just see how they start the season, for God's sake. Uh, well, mate, I could um, really go the soft option here as far as and say I believe it'll be Wayne Bennett because he's leaving at the end of the oh, year. That, <laughs> so I could say that. We don't get through a season without a coach getting the punt, though. No, no, that's right. I think uh, there's been uh, three seasons in the history of the NRL where there has been um, no coach sacked, but there was always a coach that went in the off-season and didn't start the year after. So mm. he was pretty much sacked anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Anyway, and I think we're going back um, only once in the last 20 years it's happened. So there's going to be someone who is sacked. I'm going to put it out there and say it's going to be Cameron Serraldo. Really? Yeah, I know. It okay. sounds a little bit odd, and I know everyone thinks that he's going to give, be given time at the Bulldogs. But they did dreadfully last year, and they've had a lot of big buys which have come in. Uh, Viliami Kikau, Stephen mm. Crichton, who else has come over from Penrith? The week out of dog, <laughs> and <laughs> that's a that's a good way of addressing that question. Who yeah. else has come over from Penrith? Well, that's right. And um, look, I, I think that um, he was pretty much given a pass for their performance last year, and I think that 
that pass will be revoked. And if they start the season badly, mm. I think that he might be someone who, who struggles. What about BA, mate, as a Parramatta fan? Yeah. Well, yeah what, are you, what are we thinking there? <laughs> oh, look, if I wasn't a Parramatta fan, BA was the easy choice, wasn't yeah. it? So he, he, he's the one that um, you're concerned about. What I have to do as a Parramatta fan is figure out whether or not I... Um, um, you know, whether or not that would be a good thing for Parramatta long-term or not. Uh, mm. I think Parramatta... Because it's been a decade. It's been, like a, decade. been a decade. He's the longest-serving yeah. coach in Parramatta's history. Yeah. And he's the longest-serving coach in the NRL um, uh, who hasn't won a premiership currently at the moment. There's, mm. I think there's only one that's um, gone for longer and he's done all right for himself over the last three years, Yeah, Ivan Cleary. So uh, there is a, um, you know... No, I guess there is some value in staying strong. He will go this year. He signed for another two years. He will go this year if they don't do well. Yeah. What that world looks like, I think, for me, um, is probably um, they have to make the finals and they have to look like there's some natural improvement coming through their junior ranks. Now, you've thrown it out there which coach will be first to go and we're almost going through all the coaches because mm. I'm just got it fizzing in my mind Trent Robinson mm. if he start has anything of a season like he had last year it could be time to you know let's start afresh for the Roosters because I don't think they're going to accept mediocrity again like they did last year yeah and when you said that I was like yeah they did have a bad season they missed out on making a prelim by a a try at the death from Melbourne, but they were never in. They it were all never year. in it, but yeah. the, like he showed what he can do. But on the flip side, somebody who should have been in it, mm. who was never in it, but everybody thought they were in it, was Fitzy. Yeah, you know, and they, you know, you know cash and checks over there at Cronulla. I, I mean. Yeah, yeah. If they, and, if, and they, if they have a bad season, Fitzy will be under the gun, as will uh, Toddy Payton. Yeah. Yep. So I think we've covered every coach now. Every coach yep. now. Uh, uh, and obviously the safest coach in rugby league is Ricky Stewart. No one's touching Ricky. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Des. Oh, Desi. Oh. Um, yeah, look, I yeah, I, I don't know. And it, it, it all depends on what coaches become available. Remember yep. that. Like if there is some moves and some coaches start to lose their jobs, then those coaches become available. Well, I, I'll tell you, uh, in recent times we've had the coach the coaching merry-go-round um, sit aside mm. and we've had a lot of um, new coaches come in, Benji Marshall, Cameron Serrato, Craig Fixgiven, um, etc. I know Desi and Shane Flanagan are going to come back into the fold this year, but maybe that's where we're about to see. We're about to see the good old-fashioned merry-go-round. Mm. Do you remember when back in 2007 when um, Parramatta and um, Newcastle both oh, sack their coaches and they Hagen just swapped. And Smith. <laughs> they just yeah. swapped. I oh, mean, you have my job and I'll have yours. Who won that? Oh. Who won out of that deal? Brian Smith or <laughs> Michael Hagen? Because oh. they both. Yeah. Oh, and they I mean, both, like, well after those two left, but they took a big dive. Yeah. I mean, they were all right in 2001, both coaches there, weren't they? Mm, yep. I don't remember that year. <laughs> all right, mate. What's happening? Pre-season cup. Pre-season cup, mate, finally, finally the football is about to kick off. Yeah. And the pre-season cup is not this weekend. We've got to get through one more weekend. Yep. But they remember last year they decided... We're going to call... Look, as sports detention listeners, we are going to refer this week with no footy as Mark Gasnier week. As Mark Gasnier week. Fire up. Fire up. Fire up. <laughs> Mark Gasnier week, fire up. 
And, I mean, the lack of footy gives me, I mean, just an inkling of an understanding of how how Gaz and Minicello felt in the cab that night. I I don't know. And whoever else was there who somehow their names (laughs) they have to escape the media. I can't remember. No. Anyway. Making that phone call. But anyway. (coughs) Excuse me. And we got the All-Stars as well. Yep. But the pre-season cup. Please, it's the trials. Like, it's no one cares who wins it. No one. If you're going to call it the preseason cup, <coughs> you got to refer to it as the preseason handicap. The preseason handicap because the the prems aren't there. No, no, not they're until, over in the old dart. Not until we get the what was it the Amco Cup back? Oh yeah, mid season. Yeah, yeah, that's what we need. Mm. All right, let's fire. Well, let's mate, fire don't get up. me started. I'll be, I'll be here ranting for an hour. All right, mate. Potty, Potty's dying. Potty's dying. Getting a lozenger out. Um, mate, eighteen eighty three. <laughs> so I started watching it. Um, Faith Hill, mm. Tim McGraw. I mean, far out. I thought Rip Wheeler mm. was. You, you Tim. Yeah, Tim. He does it. Yeah, he does it well. Yeah. What's I, his I think name? The um, the other, the old bloke. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I know his name. It's evading me. With a moustache. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a killer of a moustache. Oh, he's known for it. Known for yeah. it. Um, but, yeah, it's, I've, I'm two, two episodes in. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it's, it actually sat there for a while just on, on the to watch. Yep. And, um, yeah, I, I finally been – like, I'm one of the – I'm in. Mm. I'm in now. I, that's why I sort of I tiptoed around. I porpoised in the shallows there. Yep. And then, yeah, so the wife and I were all in on the weekend. But yeah. it's a ripper. Well, after you get into that, mate, 1923. Mm, yeah. So which one was first? Was 1883 before 1923? You mean historically or this year? No, yeah. like, I mean, I'm, I'm not an idiot. <laughs> I mean, I may act like an idiot. But You're not suggesting the Earth's flat? No, no. Um... um 1883 was first. Yeah. Okay. And then 1923. Harrison Ford. Yes. Mm. Yes. Is Helen Mirren in it as well? Yeah, I think the Mirren is in there. Okay. Yeah, so what a cracker. I know more about it than I thought. Yep. There you go. Uh, anything else, mate, you've been watching? Mate, I um, spent the week, um, well, I mentioned it last week, Fargo. And, Fargo. Um, what I will going. say, I've finished it now. It was right up there. It was me, my second favourite Fargo series. The first one was just Unreal. Mm-hmm. Get in it, watch season five of Fargo Cracker. Did you see the trailer for Roadhouse? Did I see that? I might have done. Yeah, check it out. Jake Gyllenhaal, Conor McGregor. Oh, I've seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've yeah. seen it, definitely. So seen it's coming it. out on Prime. Is it? Yeah, yeah. So I watched that uh, over the weekend and I was like, oh, top, yeah. Top, top Look, up my subscription. Like, that's the thing. It's mm. is it a is it a bit of a masterstroke? Because I would have gone to the movies to watch it mm. because you know I'm a big fight fan. I, I yeah. would have liked to have seen it. But um, yeah, bit of a yeah. I, I think it's the fact that it's gone I think on it's, prime. I, I think, think it's a smart idea. I yeah. think um, you know, and um, people jump on that subscription, and you know, people tend to jump in and out of subscriptions these days, don't they? That might be why Netflix mates have signed WWE get that weekly programming, and yeah. you know, I think that's where that's the move. That's where they're all headed. Mm. Um, anything else, Ed? Mate, should we get into uh, all sports? <clears throat> Let's do it, mate. All right, 
mate. Righty all sports. Mate. I've made a bit of a resurgence myself. I You're was back. nearly reaching over, grabbing your beer there a second ago. But... Righty, yeah, mate. Tyson Fury. Mm. Alexander Usyk is off. Did you off. see that, mate? Fights off. Yeah, Tyson's. He's he's received a cut in training, which. Oh. You know, for those who aren't big on the fight game, they probably go, oh, what do you got, cut? It's like, but this is bad. So yeah. if you get a cut, you need to give it a couple of weeks to heal because otherwise it's just going to open up. That's right, it'll take half of the a game. bump. Yeah, uh, of the fight, sorry. Um, yeah, so that one, I, I don't know if this is a bad thing. Mm. I don't know if it is, if it is a bad thing. Um, it's been rescheduled for 18th of May, mm. but um, Anthony Joshua, so I believe it was on the 17th that it was um, scheduled or 17th of February. Uh, Anthony Joshua versus Francis Ngannou is on March the 8th. Mm. So it sort of changes the dynamic of those two fights now because essentially, whether you like it or not, they had interest in one another yep. because the winner of Usyk Fury is then looking at the Ngannou versus Joshua fight mm. as a potential matchup. Um, obviously rematch clauses aside, if Usyk had a one, there was a, obviously rematch clauses in there. But I think I don't know if this is a bad thing because essentially if you're Anthony Joshua or Francis Ngannou, I mean, you've got an opportunity. You win that fight on March 8. You are cutting the sickest promo oh, yeah. and just going, hey, boys, stop pussying around. Get your shit together. Let's go. Like, it's just – I think it just changes the dynamic where – and we know, like, Tyson Fury is an absolute master at this, you know, mm. when he calls you a dosser and he's – like, have you noticed that he calls Usyk sausage all the time? Mm. <laughs> So, regarding the smack talk, though, does does AJ have that in him? Oh, I think he's got it. If you, if AJ puts Ngannou away, something that Fury couldn't do, yeah. I mean, it is a perfect opportunity. Like, yeah, but there was guys, talk for years, wasn't there, that AJ was dodging um, Fury? Yeah, I mean, there's talk about that. I mean, it's, there's a lot that goes into it, promotion wasn't that. But come on, boys, rip the promo. Like, let's have some fun. Would you like to see it? Fury Absol- versus Joshua. No, I want to see Ngannou knock Joshua out and then we're going Sizzler, baby. Like, that's what you want. Like, imagine if Ngannou finishes Joshua and then just goes, I'm looking at Usyk, Fury, Fury, I've already beaten you. Just cuts a mad promo and then, I mean, off to the bank. Off to the bank. Um, you know, so that, I think that just changes things. It's interesting. I like. I mean, I don't think it's the worst thing for anybody who watched um, Tyson Fury fight Francis and Garner. I don't think it's the worst thing. No, you know, because it was a pretty poor performance and going straight back into a fight against Alexander Usyk, who is just a phenomenal boxer. Yeah. Um, you know, and some would argue it's Tyson's hardest challenge that he's ever had. Mm. You know, so I think it's. Um, yeah, I think the time that Fury would be, um, the additional training time and, and time to game plan for that, I think it could work in his favour as well. If you're a Fury fan, you probably don't mind it. Yep. Mm. Um, the fights yesterday, mate, there was a UFC card. I caught the last couple of fights of that. It was um, uh, Hanato Moicano beat Drew Dober. That was a good fight. Um, the boys went at it. But um, I don't know uh, if it's possible to have both... And we talk about ripping promos mm. to have both the best post-fight interview and the worst all wrapped in one. Yeah, because Hanato Moicano, he's Brazilian. Yeah, 
went on this unbelievable rant about how America needs to get its act together and people are, you know, there's there's drugs, there's crime and when I finish my career I want to go into the SWAT team and I want to kill all the criminals. Like it was just, it was unbelievable what yeah. he was talking about. I mean, it is, I, I, I didn't get it. I know English isn't his native tongue. But so you loved it, but at the same time you're like, what? I was like, what is it? Oh, yeah, I get it. You're passionate and you're calling for big fights, but now you're calling for the death of anybody who has anything to do with drugs and crime. <laughs> I was like, you've what is going it. on here? You've lost it. <laughs> it was crazy. But then uh, in the in the um, main event, uh, Imovov de- defeated uh, Dalidze, and that was... I, I mean, Imovov was pretty comfortable in that fight. Uh, two two really good fights, the ones that I checked out. But yep. um, yeah, nothing overly uh, yeah nothing overly exciting in the in the UFC uh, world this week. Uh, but obviously, looking forward to the the pay per view card coming up in Anaheim. That's yep. where all all things head, mate. But anyway, headline potty. What do you got? Mate, uh, we did mention it last week, uh, the Super Bowl. <laughs> I know. We just decided to just skip over the Super Bowl. <laughs> we missed it. <laughs> Righto. Uh, yeah, nice job. But anyway, uh, straight back into this week. Can the Chiefs and Paddy Mahomes make it two in a row? Uh, it's a replay of Super Bowl 54 back in 2019. Mm. 49ers are slight favourites at the moment, but, geez, you'd be a brave man to count out the Chiefs. Mm. What do you think, um, mate? Mate, I, you know, the Chiefs have been there. They got they got the runs on the board, but I mean, the <laughs> I was so impressed with the 49ers run game. Like Christian McCaffrey, mm. give me a break. Yeah. Um, I mean, especially for a white man to be doing that in <laughs> running back in these days, like it is. Talk about outliers. Yeah. You know, he is so good. Um, but. You know, it's, I, I, yeah, I, I find it hard. I, it's so hard to predict because, essentially, you've always got that cloud hanging over your head. The Chiefs have done it; they've yeah, been yeah. there. Like you know, they've they've got the runs on the board. They've got, you know, the players. But I, yeah, I, I think it's going to be a great game. And you know, we, I could be just as well turn in and watch the Forty ers blow them off the park. Yeah. Like it, it's it's a bit like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm exactly the same. You, you, it wouldn't surprise you to see the 49ers come out and turn one on. Mm. But at the same time, just, yeah, I feel like the Chiefs might be just, you know, put it this way, if the Chiefs get out to the sort of lead um, that, uh, what, who, who um, 49ers last week? Um, against Detroit. Detroit, sorry, yeah. yeah, against Detroit. I don't see Patty Mahomes and... Giving uh, it up. Giving that up. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, they'll need to be... They'll need to be better in some respects. Mm. And, I mean, there's a lot of excitement in Sin City. I mean, it's going to be the, the second biggest game of, of football that is played in Sin City this yep. year. Um, obviously behind the NRL. Mm. Yeah, well, um, right. However, the National Anthem, yep. um, they had Chris Stapleman last year who oh, absolutely nailed it. Oh, wow. They've gone, you, you know haven't what? seen that. You know what? We're, we're going to stick with the country. Yep. Country legend. Reba McIntyre, she's back. Yeah, she's back. Reba is going to perform, and um, Usher. Usher. Usher gets the halftime gig. What's he go for, Usher? The U-turn? Yeah. 
Burn. Does burn. he just lay it all out there and just go, oh, I've been cheating on me missus again. Yeah. <laughs> Let it burn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good on Yasha. We Was love you. Oh, yeah. Get little John back. Little oh, John. Yeah. yeah, with ludicrous. Jeez, we're going back 25 years oh, now, Oh, mate. Take us back. Yeah. Oh, uh, he probably, you know what? He's, he's probably got a new album. Well, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Oh, give us the hits. Yeah. Give it's us like, the hits, Asha. It's like when you go and watch Daryl Blaythwaite play, man. Just, play, mate. just sing horses, mate. Yeah, horses <laughs> on repeat. That's what we're One summer? Yeah. Oh, High, it's a, yeah. Higher than hope. That's it. That's yeah. all we need, Dax. Yeah, but really, we're here for horses. Um, Mate, before we go too far, Brock Purdy. Mm. Have you heard the news around Brock Purdy? So, obviously, um, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, Super Bowl quarterback Brock Purdy. Cam mm. um, Newton's been talking a bit of shit. Um, so, I, I don't know, I have the direct comment here, but um, or quote, sorry. Cam <coughs> um, Newton has mentioned that Brock Purdy's not even in the top 10 players within the San Francisco squad. Mm. And that was sort of a, just, I'm paraphrasing here, that was, that was the quote. And Brock Purdy has clapped back, and it's absolutely fantastic. So he's clapped back with basically saying that um, I may not be in the top 10 players of this squad, of the 49ers, but there are 90 quarterbacks in this league, and Cam Newton's not one of them. (laughs) Brilliant. Brilliant. Well said. I love it. Brilliant. Um, Need more of it. However... Cam Newton, so you go, oh, yeah, but Cam's been there. He's done that sort of thing. Cam Newton, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget, he's 34. Mm. He is in the prime of his career if yeah, he's yeah. a quarterback. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's a pretty good comment. Oh, it's a pretty really good, good one. And, you know, I applaud it. And they celebrate that sort of back and forth in the States with their sport a fair bit. We'd, in, in Australia, we'd rake someone over the coals for doing something like that and yeah. be like, oh, no, just let your footy do the talking or something. No, yeah. no. Let, no. let your keyboard do the talking. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, mate, um... Oh, hang on. Oh, yeah, mate. Hamilton changes stable. Yeah, mate. Does the prancing horse pick up the first victory of the season with the signing of seven-time driver champion Sir Lewis Hamilton body? Did you hear this news? Yeah, I've heard mate. this news, mate. This is big. It was pretty surprising, wasn't it? Yeah, I, it was I wasn't bit. expecting it. There, no. was, there wasn't many whispers about it. Um, I mean, I'm sure he's going over for the love of the sport. Yeah, I, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, everybody wants to drive for Ferrari. Yeah, simple course. as that. Yeah, um, yeah I, I, I mean... Ferrari had a good season last year. They the did. performances were better. There was still that, obviously, that inkling of them falling short. Yeah. However, um, yeah, is the, this is obviously the it's the throw at the stumps. Yeah, I'd say, say I'd mate. say I'd say it is their um, it's their crack. I don't know whether or not. Um, yeah, I, it all it's all going to come down to whether they've got the machine. Whether they've got the beast that's able to um, go with uh, Red Bull. So who is – I haven't even read up on this one, but who's giving up their seat? So um, is Leclerc going? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, so both Leclerc and Carlos Sainz are signed with Ferrari. Yeah. So one of them's going to have to go. Get out. So 
Yeah, but I mean, Leclerc's just signed a new deal, so yeah, I'd say Signs is probably going to be the one looking for <laughs> He'd be worried, looking for he? a new home, and which makes sense because Leclerc is was the number one driver last year. Yeah, you know, he Believe was the one that was year. performing well. That's yeah. I think they're probably yeah. having those conversations in the Ferrari boardroom, just going, "You boys are both our number one." Yeah, <laughs> we'll keep you happy. Well, those are the same conversations that Mark Weber and Sebastian Vettel had back in the day. Oh yeah, oh <laughs> mate. Uh, no. <coughs> yes. All right, mate. Ah, uh, but anyway, um, mate, back with Brock Purdy, though. Mm. Underrated player, do you think? Yeah, definitely. Well, yeah. certainly by some. <laughs> Not Cam <laughs> you. Oh. oh, well. What? Oh, yeah. What's going on here, Grego? What's going yeah, on? It's time for the question. Got a question for you, mate. Thank you, little John. Um, Rightio, mate. Just on the back of Cam Newton being an absolute flog and talking shit about Brock Purdy. Um, mate, underrated players. Yep. Let's talk about underrated. I want you to give me five your five most underrated sports people. Easy, mate. Athletes. I've got this one. What uh, do you got? Yeah, I'm going to start off with Australian surfer Steph Gilmore. So eight-time world champion, won more world championships than anything. Yet I don't know that her achievements in that sport are celebrated as uh, as highly uh, as others. So mm. yeah, I might say that. Um, do you want to? Do you want to? Yeah, hypothesise why? Oh, no, I don't. don't. <laughs> You don't wish to be cancelled today. No, no. <laughs> well, <I>, eight-time <laughs> <laughs> world champion, mate. Uh, one of the great Australian mm. athletes. Oh, I, I don't I, disagree, yeah, mate. No, I think, no. um, I think uh, Steph Gilmore um, perhaps isn't. So you're saying Oki gets a bit more of the the rub of the well, green even, in even the in public a, perception, even in other Australian sports where. Perhaps not as um, celebrated mm. as uh, as other as other athletes. So, yeah. yeah anyway, I, I think, and maybe that's a surfing th- thing as much as anything else. You know, yeah. Um, I don't know if um, maybe even Mick Fanning would be who won three world championships would be seen as um, you know having achieved as much as well. Fanning like. and Parker, they're generally looked at as our yeah. best surfers. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> then I went with. Asafa Powell, the Jamaican sprinter. Oh, mate, you have gone pear-shaped on this list. pear-shaped, mate, all over the place. So Asafa Powell, mate. Yep. uh, Former world record holder and two-time gold medalist, or the Olympic gold medalist. Mm. And I believe he's also got a couple of bronze in the 100 metres. Always had a reputation for not being there on the big stage. Yeah, well, the greatest sprint of all time was in his generation. So Asafa Powell. I think uh, was one of the great sprinters of all time. Just not anywhere near the greatest, but, you know, we can be forgiven for that. All right, so I've got a couple more, mate. Super Bowl week. Eli Manning. So, Eli Manning, 
Yeah. Uh, now, obviously, he's been would be given his dues by a, a lot of people out there. He won two Super Bowls for the Giants. Yeah. Uh, I'm just not sure that uh, people uh, view him as one of the great quarterbacks. Now, I have um, read some stuff on Eli Manning that he was only so-so in the season, but in the postseason, he, that's where he really lit it up. That's where he really kicked off. But I think he's a little bit underrated. Yeah. Would it have anything to do with the fact that he could possibly not even be the best quarterback in his family? <laughs> It could be he's the third best quarterback in his family. His old man was a quarterback yeah, as well. I, I believe so. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> now, I've got a couple more, mate. Stanislav Wawrinka. Stan the man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, a three-time major winner. Basically, he won three majors in the era of Djokovic, Roger Federer, and Rafael Nadal. Yeah. Andy Murray won three as well. But he was considered one of the big four for a long time. Yeah. When nobody else was getting it done, he won three of them. And he beat uh, Rafa and Djokovic in two of them. So Stan the Man, especially in the big games, he he was very underrated as a tennis great. Finally, mate, I'm going to chuck someone in here and you're going to absolutely love this. And... Kind of his career, but also a particular game, I think, that he had is underrated. Lukey Prittis, the 2003 oh, grand final, yes. mate. His performance in that game, and I know he won the Clive Churchill, mm. is underrated as perhaps what I think the greatest grand final performance by a player in the history of the NRL. It was so good. They scored three tries, and he scored one of them and set up the other two. Yeah. Like, I know they're remembered for that uh, Scott Sattler tackle where the world's slowest winger couldn't get away from him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Basically ran himself into touch. Skinny burn. Skinny burn. But um, yeah. his career, probably a little bit underrated, but his performance in that game is not talked about as one of the great grand final performances. Yeah. And it I, should I be. Think, I think for Luke Prittis, the the thing that, Puts him in that underrated category because he probably didn't get as many rep jumpers as what someone with his career probably deserved. Yeah, um, and that's not due to you no, know Danny the yeah, you, yeah, like he was just surrounded by good hookers yep. at the time for for both New South Wales and Australia. Yeah, Danny Badiris. Yeah, yeah absolutely. and I'd be surprised if you disagreed with me on the grand final statement. Like that was a performance. No, no, oh, um, unbelievable. Yeah, yep. All right, no. I'm going to go throw up. <laughs> <laughs> well. Yeah, maybe. Don't throw up yet. <laughs> oh. Presenting the undefeated, the undefeated. Rightio, mate, the internet is undefeated. Um, now we've got a, a few little little bites on the internet is undefeated. Um, the first one I'm going to go to is from yours truly, mate. You put this one through. Um, UFC, it wasn't in the UFC. It was a video that comes from one championship. Um, and I'm not even going to try and pronounce the first name, but we'll go for Jingnan. Mm. Um, now, this grappling exchange that occurred between Michelle Nicolini and Jingnan... Mm can only be described as some sort of unorthodox l- cuddle. Yeah, gentle, gentle mm. touch. Now, it would be deemed inappropriate mm. if you did this between friends. <laughs> <laughs> so there's probably too much rubbing. So they're basically 
involved in this grapple where they're just hugging each other and they're jiggling. She's obviously trying to break the grips, but they're jiggling and it just looks like they're they're dry humping. Yeah, and it looks like they're whispering to each other. You yeah. think the crowd's going silent, but the um, you know, the internet hasn't let us down here, has it, mate? And I mean the pumps, the pumps, <laughs> the pumps, the thrust would be the equivalent of a miniature rabbit going would, at it with it the would. speed. <laughs> and the velocity of those pumps. Yeah. Um, however, it's not the video, and obviously, unfortunately, due to the um, due to copyright, we can't play it for the uh, for the viewers or the listeners. No. However, we can go to the comments because the comments are tremendous. <laughs> okay, first one from Jeremy Armando Cardenas. Ah, young love, I remember those <laughs> days. <laughs> Uh, oh, looks so wrong uh, to hit her after all that bonding. <laughs> oh, but the, here we go. Elder Riads, when the relationship is toxic, but you still want more. <laughs> uh, uh, and here's my favourite. Go on, mate. Give it to us. What's this one? I had no idea I knew mixed martial arts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is good. Oh, there you go, mate. Well, very good. Um, and another one, mate. This one's gonna um, gonna be a, a ripper for the um, for the viewers, mate. Um, I'll just bring this one up. So the the death of the streaker. Now we know in the world of sports, the streaker is on the outer. Like yeah. the the broadcasters don't even, you know, show the footage yeah. of the streaker running through the yeah. field. We're bored shitless. Because the footy stopped, or yeah, the soccer stopped, and they won't even yeah. show us. I mean, Wadi Holmwood, remember Wadi oh. from the Origin yep. when he ran through? I mean, we couldn't help but see him because no. his bare ass was chucking a moon while yeah. the while the security was slip sliding all over the well, oval. Was he the bloke that um, Ben Cray did the world's worst dive? <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. Oh. Um, so Wadi Holmwood, I mean, we couldn't avoid that. However. The animals are into it now, mate. So if you we flick this one on, this deer is running through. <laughs> oh, no. And this one comes from TikTok. So this deer runs through and jumps over a fence, catches its oh, legs. Oh, and then cops the tree. Cops the tree, but he's dead set broken his neck because he can't walk. Oh, no. Have a look. Oh, no. Oh, unbelievable. So, the poor deer. The poor oh, no, deer. No, no, no. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's take a moment's silence because I think the streaker is finally finished oh. after watching that one. Oh, All right, mate. Wow. Where are we at now? Oh, mate. Uh, oh. You got any, any punts? Mate. No punts at all. My, I, I couldn't pick a nose at the moment. I'm just, yeah, yeah absolutely disgraceful. Yeah, just everybody's just organising things, getting it in order. But uh, for the... Um, Unlike the... For the punters clubs, mate, they usually kick off around this time yep. when the footy kicks off. Yep, get into it. Mm. Three-legged um, multis. I will take an opportunity, because we haven't got much on the punt, just to remind our listeners of a few uh, little things we've got running here at the Sports Detention. So obviously we're going to have the Sports Detention tipping comp. So um, for those who use, uh, I believe, the ESPN Footy Tips platform, we will get a code and a competition out there free of charge to join. 
um, and we'll we'll put together some prizes and stuff for the for the winners in that that competition. But we'll get the code out just on the social media. We'll get it out on um, on Twitter and and Instagram. Get and amongst it for you guys to and just simply join in and um, use the code. Get into the comp and and join us for the uh, for the footy tipping. Um, and also too, um, we mentioned it a couple of weeks ago. We're going again. For the marathon, um, the Uncle Chen's Runners Club yep. is up and running. So, if you are someone who runs ultra marathons, if you are someone who runs marathons while punching darts, yep. or if you are someone who just runs, whether it's a hundred meters, a kilometer, whatever, we want to get a bit of momentum around this running club. Yep. Send us hashtag. At sports detention, but hashtag Uncle Chen's RC. Uncle Chen's RC is yep. the Uncle Chen's Runners Club. Send through your runs, send through <coughs> your images of where you're running, get it through. We'll share it all on the story, and let's get a bit of bit of momentum, a bit of follow through for those who are who are jumping in on the Uncle Chen's Runners Club. Go, go, brother, smoking. <laughs> smoking, brother, <laughs> smoking, brother, brother, smoking, brother, smoking. Ah, very good, mate. Penis of the week, mate. What do we got, mate? I uh, had to give penis of the week to Peter Valandis this oh, week. Yeah, what did he do? So he's come out and he's had a chop at Wayne Bennett, who's um, expressed his. Is that interest. the leader of rugby league? That's it. Who's expressed his interest in coaching New Zealand? Because oh, obviously yeah. his contract finishes this year at um, the yeah, Dolphins. Play wants Redcliffe, to keep working, and he wants to keep working. So he's expressed his interest, and um, this is what Peter Valandis had to say. He's normally a winning coach. Why he would want to go and coach against Australia is beyond me. So that comes from Peter Volandis. You know, clearly he's throwing a bit of banter, you know, trying to get that rivalry going or yeah. something like that. And that would have worked out all well. Except they pumped us 30-0 in the final of the That's Pacific true. Championship last year, mate. So, um, so yes, they are winning. Swing and a miss, mate. Yeah. So he's probably gone because he's thought, oh, I do like chance. Peter, though. Come on. I, I, I do, he's, yeah. He's, he's copping Peter he the does, week for that, yeah. doesn't he? Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, Pearsall, I didn't do much research. I'll have to give it to the to the um, you know, and I do it begrudgingly. I'll have to give it to the old fellow who was riding on the road yesterday. Mm. Yeah, so um, you know, you, you know how like the seven year olds because we we live in a in a seaside suburb near the beach, yeah. and you get the old seven year olds who you know get the e-bike and get a bit of lead in their pencil because oh, they've yeah. got those e-bikes that yeah. look like bloody military motorbikes from the 1930s yeah. and they think they're bloody low riders. Yeah. Oh, the next, they'll be wearing cuts they like son of a, <laughs> Sons of Anarchy. What are they these bikes. <laughs> we'll get back to you. Evan's waiting room. <laughs> oh. Anyway, this palooka almost ended up in Heaven's waiting room because he's ended up he's riding in the middle of the road and then wanted to give me an earful for almost knocking him off his bike. I was like, "Champion, you're on the ro- you're on the wrong side of the road." <laughs> oh, mate, this this knob. Yeah. But anyway, penis of the week to the old fella, and you know, there's a reason why. Yes, just because you get an e-bike and you're riding a what is deemed a pushy on the road doesn't mean you just completely ignore road safety or just even defensive 
skills when riding because that's why you actually get a motorbike license Mm. it's not really just to teach you how to ride a motorbike it's actually how to best protect yourself from getting knocked off your motorbike and if you're um, gonna do it maybe don't stop and give someone a spray about it Yeah, especially when they're driving so fast that by the time they come to a complete stop and wind their window down, they're sitting right next to you. <laughs> oh, sorry old, sorry, old boy. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I, I, love, I love the older generation. I, I'm not, I, I begrudgingly make him Penis of the Week, and it's probably more so for the hilarity of the story. And again, it's the footy players letting us down. Yeah, I mean, I'd much rather give it to somebody else. But anyway, old mate. You're right. All right. Next time we'll hit you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I joke. I joke. That's humour, ladies and gentlemen. Ah, mm. uh, rightio, mate. Anything to add before we finish up? No. Great week. <laughs> get the footy back. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get the footy back. We need to get the footy back. Absolutely. Rightio. So enjoy your Mark Gaznier week, ladies yep. and gentlemen. Fire up. You know, don't go getting in cabs and making calls that will probably, you know, get you cancelled in your own household. But fire up. It's Mark Gaznier week, the the last week before we get some action. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, very good. And to all of our listeners, down in Coogee, home of the Wombats, we say goodnight. And farewell. (laughs) 